Welcome to episode 40 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Do I have everybody's attention now? Hello everyone, I'm Hector and I'm here with my tag team partner, Mark. Going on everybody. So uh, it's been a busy weekend or a couple last couple of days since we've been our last episode. Uh, I guess we go straight into SmackDown that was last Friday. And I guess we got, or I should say everyone got the promo that we all wanted from CM Punk. He um, talked about a few people, including Roman, um, Seth without saying his name, Cody, LA Knight, Orton, Kevin Owens. He talked about punching people backstage. And how nobody is off limits. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I, I, I believe the promo that everybody wanted on Monday. We got it on Friday. He had enough time. But he ended with saying that he's here to main event mania. And, I, and there was a, a couple of stuff that happened backstage of him bumping into um, Kevin Owens and thinking about entering the Bloodlines locker room. So it was, I think it was a fun packed show. Um, it, I can't wait to see what happens. This Friday, since Roman will be there, CM Punk won't be there. But um, just just with last week, I thought it was a uh, great episode, and we got enough CM Punk to make everyone happy. I guess. What do you thought? Um. Yeah. Obviously, since we're SmackDown first, obviously Raw happened as well, and you know everything got really juicy for Raw. But Punk, I think the expectations for Punk's first promo back were a little too high because I, if you use common sense and logic, you probably would realize that there was a non-disclosure between AEW and Punk to not talk about what happened. So I think the expectations were a little high for that first one. But SmackDown 1 hit all the right notes. He talked about what he needed to talk about. It got everybody excited. And clearly, people care. You know, the chants are loud for him, louder probably for him than anybody right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're at the road to WrestleMania. It really would not surprise me at this point. It's either Punk or Cody winning the Rumble. It's just how, how do you get from, because now obviously we'll talk about how Punk made his decision as to what brand he's going to. Right. Uh, for, if he's winning the Rumble, it makes, it'll make it stay on the same brand. How would Cody then switch brands? Because Cody's a Raw guy, not a SmackDown guy. Uh, but if Cody wins the Rumble, Punk's already on the brand. It makes sense, you know. I, 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 at least, at least now it's not a clear cut. Cody's winning the Rumble. Now it's just one or two. It's just who is it going to be? It, it makes it would make sense that they're the final two, just so then we can get a nice little fun ending because no, no one really knows who's actually going to win the Rumble. Right. Well, I guess we could go into it. Um, just put the Punk part, and then we'll we'll jump around. Uh, on Monday, an, another promo from CM Punk since it happened in Cleveland, which ten years ago. It's when he basically basically left WWE. So he had a great promo about Cleveland and how he wants to basically start fresh. And he signs his contract to join um, Raw. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out. They have a, a great stare down. And Seth Rollins gives him his perfect promo of how never called his home, how much he hates CM Punk, how he's going to embarrass CM Punk and show everybody that he's a fraud. And it ends up with CM Punk saying that he's going to enter the, the Royal Rumble and he might challenge Seth Rollins. He didn't say it was confirmed. 
So just with that being said, I, I believe CM Punk is going to the Royal Rumble. I don't know if he's coming in number one or if he's coming in number 30. I think they they be dramatic and he comes in the first five and he lasts the whole 60 minutes and he wins it and everything. I think that's the reason he's training so hard because he's going to have a big match at the Royal Rumble and win it. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to pick Seth Rollins. I can't see him going straight to Roman right now. But then that leaves a whole bunch of stories in my head. But um, if you want to take over, and then we can just go back and forth just with that theory. Man. Tough one, tough one, tough one. There's so, so many different angles here. Yes. I, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna wait the comment. I want you to keep okay. going here. Well, okay, I, 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 I keep going because I I have, I have different theories, but like mm-hmm. for me, I say if if he goes straight because my, my the back of my head is always Cody. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he, if he goes straight to Roman, I mean that's a juicy story by itself because Seth Rollins will always be waiting. The outcome of him fighting Seth Rollins first is is shady because if he loses, I, I I say he loses to Seth Rollins, but if he loses, why does he get a shot with Roman? You, you think be- he loses? I I thought so. Just I I I feel like yes, CM Punk is the big guy. He's coming in, but you would like to think that Seth Rollins has almost carried the WWE. He created. He helped create this new title and carried it on his back. You want to reward him with something. You you want to give him his big spot in main event and let him lose to the guy who left WWE and talked shit about WWE. And remember, I'm a big CM Punk fan. I thought he would he he would lose. But for him to continue the story and go with Ro- against Roman, which eventually will happen, I, I, I guess he has to beat Seth. Because if he loses to Seth, it makes why would Roman want to fight him? Like you could you couldn't beat Seth. Why why are you coming after me? So let's just say. Right, he- I, I think- okay, go. I'm oh, sorry. I was- no, 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 go. He was- oh, no, he was- oh, okay. Um, so no, I think because Cody is going to beat Roman. I think that's a foregone conclusion at this point. Seth has to beat Rollins. Oh, so that's, oh God. Punk has to beat... Oh, Jesus. That's how you know I'm tired. Punk has to beat Rollins because Roman's going to take some time off once he loses to Cody. Okay. Which then gets us to SummerSlam or the Bash at Berlin or whatever, whatever big event they're going to use. And I think that's where you get Punk and Roman because Roman would then just show up at Raw to challenge Punk. Because, you know, the Paul Heyman guy, et cetera, et cetera. There's your story. Or who's to say you don't wait a year until the following WrestleMania for Roman and, and Punk? Okay. You know, that, that's, I'm not, not saying Punk will be the champion for that entire time. Punk could easily lose the title between now and then. That, that, it just, that match is going to happen between now and next year's Mania. And, and Punk does, if, that, if that's the case, Punk doesn't have to beat Rollins. It's just you're getting Roman and Punk maybe a year down the road to... You know, you don't need a title for that. Exactly. Okay. Now, I'm in, in this crazy world, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but in this crazy world of breaking records, let's just say Roman is not losing at WrestleMania. He, so, he's going to beat Cody and keep that belt for a little longer. If he if he wins that belt and CM, and CM Punk wins the belt, then they're both champions. I'm going to go a little left field with this one. If WWE knows that Roman's going to win, do you keep Roman and Cody on night two? 
right now, I'm, I'm just, it's just so far fetched to me that if Cody's facing Roman, that Cody loses. Exactly. Because that little, that, that right there kills every ounce of momentum Cody Rose will ever have. And he's no, and I, I think everybody just wouldn't care anymore. The whole point, everybody caring is for him to finish his story. That's why everybody's in, and he's going to win the title. Everybody's going nuts. He loses again. Don't give me the whole, oh, it's a third time's a charm. <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit anymore. I'd be like, you know what, Cody? You, you were meant to be mid-card this entire time. Uh, you know, that's just... So, oh, God. So, so in your I, head, I don't even want to address this scenario. <laughs> so in your head, the street ends at WrestleMania. If, you, if he's facing Cody Rhodes, there is no way around it not ending. Like, okay. Otherwise, you're killing your arguably one of your top, what, top three baby faces? Because Punk's, you would think Punk's considered a baby face, right? Yeah. You would think so, as right? Of now, as of now, yes. LA, right? So, and Seth Rollins is a baby face. Again, technically. Right. Okay, so one of your top four baby faces is people that are selling merch. Cody Rhodes signed Prince. Nearly sell out every show. People are buying his shirt. People are going nuts for him. People, it's insanity. So you'd be killing something. Roman taking that loss at me. Okay, yeah, this, his type, this title reigns over, but it's already the longest of the modern era. It's already beat, it beat Hogan's, right? It beat Hogan's right now, or is he going? Or no, no. How we get the mania? He's, no, he, for him to beat Hogan's, he has he has to keep it to SummerSlam. Mm. Yeah, a little wrench. Uh, but <laughs> still, it's again if it's going to be Cody, like the only thing I can think of is if you have a totally different challenger facing Roman for the title. But I don't. Anybody, nobody else really makes sense to be a WrestleMania match. So right. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, unless okay. who else could possibly? I mean, I think you know, but it's not. I think he fights Randy at Royal Rumble, but I mean, he could always fight Randy at yeah. um, Mania. But uh, okay, so let, let's stick with the the logic right here: Seth versus Punk and Roman versus Cody. Is Cody ending the story a bigger story, and and keeps Night Two on Sunday, or can you see Punk and, yeah. and Rollins at Night Two? No, that's still night two. Remember, main eventing WrestleMania is main eventing WrestleMania, right. whether it's night one or night two. And I think that's all Punk wants. Punk wants the main event WrestleMania, and he will get it. Remember, last year we had night one, uh, Owens and Zayn versus Usos, and that literally was the main event. Yeah, night no, one. No, no, you, 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 you're right about that. There's, there's always two main events, but it's always the last thing you remember. It's, it's the last thing that happens. So whatever happens in the ending of Sunday night, it's it's the big picture. So would you want to end it with Cody raising the belt or CM Punk raising the belt? I get that, but remember, two years ago, you had Roman and Brock main eventing night two, but night one is what people remember when Stone Cold Steve Austin beat Kevin Owens in the main event. That's what people remember. Okay. So your logic, although makes sense. As the main event's the main event. Doesn't matter if it's night one or night two. People will remember what they want to remember. Gotcha. Okay. So I think we spent enough time with that topic. Um, back to SmackDown. Uh, we finally got to see um, Karen Cross on WWE TV. But um, and they jumped in there, which pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> he didn't but, get you know. he, he didn't get the big push that it's been talked about. Um, yeah, he lost to Bobby Lashley. Bobby, it was uh, it was for the troops. Um, Bobby Lashley was in the army, so he had a great support. So yeah, I don't know what direction. It doesn't look positive right now for Cross, but um, 
it was a decent match. And yeah. Cross was looking good. He was hitting the hard-hitting shots. They look, I mean, it's the only issue I'm having right now. And I don't know if it's because of ring rush. He hasn't wrestled in quite a bit. He looked a little slow. Well, I've heard he, I, I mean, not that I saw, I know he's been doing like house shows fighting on Butch and everything, but, um. Yeah, but he looked a little slow. Like, I know he's got a methodical pace, but this was slower than normal. I mean, I love Cross. I, I get his suplexes with Lashley and, and the type of strong, um, I don't want to say strong style, but that's not the humorous thing, but he's, he's had a very, um, hard hitting type of offense. And he was looking good. I mean, last year was a decent match. It just saddens me that. You got somebody who's more than an entrance. Everybody's always oh, just an entrance. He's more than an entrance. You give him a shot. And I think the only way he's going to get a shot is putting him back in NXT. As that, as that sounds. Hmm. Because it just doesn't work. When he first came back yeah. after being released and he attacked like with McIntyre and all that, and he put the, 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 um, the sand, the dot, sand dial, whatever they call that, you know, the time's up thing. He put it there towards Roman. And all that. that was cool as shit. And they just didn't do anything with that. Right. It made so much sense to have him and Roman. He'd be lost. At least you're losing to Roman. They just dropped the ball big time with him, and I, I just I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I like the guy. I was hoping for a big push. That definitely wasn't it. Maybe there's still something coming. I hope so. But uh, for the main event of SmackDown, we had or- Randy Orton team up with LA Knight to win against yeah. the, the the Bloodline. Do you think um LA Knight has lost any anything? Or- since he lost to Roman, or he's still that top guy with the same pop and everything? Great question. Um, he's still getting the pops, but, but they're not as loud, and it's not any fault of his own. It's just because with Gordon coming back and CM Punk coming back, right. they're just getting louder pops. Like To me, they're still the same pops. It's just that Gordon and, and Punk are just drawing even more pop. Yeah. Um, the night law lost to Roman... Did not help his cause. Uh, but I think LA Knight, once we get into the Rumble, I think we're getting him and Logan Paul squaring off in the Rumble match itself, which is going to get us the media. I think that's the direction they're going to go. And LA Knight beating Logan Paul. As long as they go that route, he'll be fine. Because all he needs, all he needs is a title. You, it, it could be the US title, which is totally fine. Right. Especially if he beats Logan Paul. Everybody's going to be cheering the crap out of him, booing the crap out of Logan Paul. So yeah. as long as they keep that direction, if they end up the Andre the Giant Battle Royal or you know putting him in some meaningless match then then there's a problem yeah I think he'll look great and be a great United States champion I'll take that um, we have Roman yeah, he'll go this is the John Cena rise so to speak he'll take the Cena path yeah I'll take that um, Roman's on finally back on Smackdown um, tomorrow night Friday night um, I'm like the famous Roman return graphic <laughs> yeah I'm interested in what he has to say because so so much has happened. Um, we have the return of Randy Orton, who he's going straight after the bloodline. CM Punk was there last week, said some stuff about him. So does he mention CM Punk? Does he mention CM Punk is the original Paul Heyman guy? Um, so, uh, yeah, it's very interesting what he has to say and what does he do. I, it, it won't be much. Maybe he gets RKO and we don't see him again because I don't think he's going to show up again until like mid-January. So it's interesting what he's going to say and do. I guess we have to stay tuned for that. Well, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to set up him and Orton for the Rumble. It makes the most sense. Yeah. And then um, for a quick second, we lost Yeet, and then we got it right back. Yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
it, because it was an indie wrestler that had trademarked it or whatever. Yeah. But the trademark ran out. It did run out? Yeah, so that's why it's back. Because it technically it ran out. Like, the guy never put in for the renewal. Um, even though it was his gimmick on the indies. Yes. So that's why now... Jay is now really going hardcore. Is that that'll be locked in with the trademark? Oh, I didn't hear that. I thought maybe they just bought it, bought it from yeah. the guy or something. I mean, they maybe they could have, so he doesn't try and you know say, oh, you know, I've had it first or anything. But from what I heard, it yeah, ran, I, ran I out. Yeah, I know. I know it's a process because I had an issue like that too. But um, from from what I heard, he he, you you can still buy his merchandise on on the website. So I I just thought maybe WWE worked the deal out with him. Gave him some money that he's probably never gonna see, but um, I mean, it's probably old merchandise. Too, think about it. You can still sell old merchandise. If you already had the patent out, like for when you made it, you can still sell your old shit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know that. So I'm saying, why you sell it? I thought he just still had it, and he just they just bought it out, right? But anyway, it's it's back. Um, Jay Uso's allowed to use it, and I'm sure we're gonna see a whole bunch of different versions of each shirts now on the WWE shop website. Different colors, different fonts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think one of the best, greatest things that's going on in wrestling right now, besides CM Punk, of course, is R-Truth. He thinks he's trying to get into the Judgment Day, and it's the best thing right now. Well, one of the best things right now on TV. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's so fun. Like, you could see everybody in the ring. Finn Balor lost it. He, he lost. He started laughing. Yeah. Damian Priest putting his hand over his face because he couldn't hold it. It would be so funny that this entire time it was R-Truth being the leader of the Judgment Day. It really would. <laughs> the timeline works. Um, real quick with um, AEW. Um, I watched Dynamite. I And I'm, I always said this, I'm a big AEW fan. Something has happened since CM Punk has left. Um, there was a couple of promos yesterday. I, I thought Jericho's promo, the promo with uh, Ron Eriks was horrible. But I have to stick with it. The wrestling matches. Jericho and Omega, you mean? Yes. They, they went back and yeah, forth with Ricky brutal. Starks. I thought it was brutal. I heard someone else give them... They, they talked highly about it. I don't know how. But I thought it was horrible. Um, some of the, the, the crowd wasn't into it. Um, yeah. There was two or three promos. I'll leave it to that. I thought it was horrible, but the matches I thought were really good. I think the best thing going right now is the Continental Challenge that they have. Oh, I, I thought that's been horrible, actually. I can't stand the, score, the scoring system and who's eliminated and who does what. It's so I, the scoring um, thing. I, 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 I get that part. I mean, but it adds up. If you win, you get three points. If you lose, you get zero. I mean, I understand that. Yeah, but this but, is a different color that this one does make. It, it's it, it's just well, ludicrous. It's like baseball. It's, it's, like, it's, it's, it's East Coast like, versus the West Coast. The and it's like, all right, here we go. Guys. All right, all right. I got a great idea. I got a great idea. We're going to go the lead. We're going to take the ratings again. We're going to do the continental class. And he started going nuts. You know, and I think about it, he's like, think about an ultimate warrior, but just like really coked up. Okay, like so just doing that type of reaction. Take out the points. Forget about the fucking points. Forget about the prize. The matches. It's a very important part of the system. I understand that. But I'm so, I, I, I'm going to logic wrestling. The matches that they're putting on are fucking awesome. They, I, I have to say, okay. they're, 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 they're better matches that for, than I see on Raw. Listen, I'm going to be completely honest with you. In the past three, four weeks, 
I have skipped over every single Continental Classic match outside of the first like two. Um, I've only watched the Samoa Joe MJF stuff. Okay. I've watched the Hangman stuff. I've watched um, the Jer- well. Unfortunately, I watched the Jericho stuff this week. Normally, <laughs> it's pretty good. This was fucking drizzling shits. Unless everyone's allowed a miss here and there. Um, and honestly, I mean, Christian and Edge, obviously. Was in, but Edge was at the, the Percy Jackson premiere yesterday. That's why yeah. he wasn't on Dynamite. Uh, outside of that stuff, I've been so turned off by AEW because it just has not been. Actually, let me say that Timeless Tony Storm has been pretty entertaining, too. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've liked they, her. They have but some I stuff. I swear to God, if, if the 37-pound Riho ends up beating Timeless Tony Storm for that title, <laughs> I, I I don't understand what everybody's obsession with tiny Japanese girls are. So she, I could literally like a, a gust of wind at twenty miles an hour, like t- could take her and throw her into the next county. So everything I don't get it. Everything you said that you watch at AW are all promos. If you're going to, if you're looking for good wrestling matches, I would say watch any match. I'm, that's how positive I am. Watch any match. From the Continental Challenge, whatever. Like Edge the, and Christian was it was a match. Yeah, whatever. It, yeah, it, it, well, it, no, but I get your point. It's more entertainment. But. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it was mostly pro- promos. I f- I forgot they had their match last week, but um, yeah, everything match. everything else has just, been promos. Like, I need the matches to have a purpose. Like I understand the Congo Classic is a purpose, but. I don't know. Yeah, you're you're looking at the like, bigger like, picture. Like, I'm just talking about the wrestling match. Like seeing Swerve versus what? Moxley as the main event was a great match. Yeah, um, was that a good match? Yeah, I did. I did read some stuff about that um, one. Um, Brody versus um, Claudio, great match. A lot of them are just brutal. You don't have Eddie Kingston as the Brian Danielson, uh, a Adrali, mm-hmm. all kicking ass. It, it, they're letting like everything go. But um, yeah, just well, Kingston Claudio. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. And what did you think about that? I saw that one. That was, that was pretty good. Okay. That was pretty good. So if you thought that was pretty good, I'm going to tell you, they're all pretty good. They're all worth yeah, watching. Yeah, so let's think, like, they're pretty good, but it doesn't get my attention to want to keep tuning it. That's the problem gotcha. that I think AEW is having, is the matches are good. Like, if you're a pro wrestling fan, like, if you just like watching pro wrestling and don't care about story, don't care about whatever, you're going to enjoy this, because that's what they're doing. They're yes. putting on a show. They're putting on, you know, a wrestling matches. Right. The issue I have, and what a lot of people have been bringing up, and I'm, I've been saying this for months and months since we started this podcast, is that a lot of time there's no story. I mean, now there's a story. Technically, yes, it's the content of the classic, but the concept is stupid. <laughs> like in terms of the point system and all, it's, it's just, it, that's what turns it off. Like, I didn't expect you, you to be... You're giving people a reason, but the reason is stupid. I didn't expect you to have an issue with the point system. At all, I just, at I, all people. It was just making... No, I, I get it. It's just you just make it clear cut. Make it where, you know, okay, everybody faces each other once, you know, and with people with the most wins, you know, what I mean, just make it simple. Make it simplistic. You know, you're doing again. You're trying to make it. You're trying to make it too much like Japan, like New Japan yeah. and stuff like that. That's the first time. It, it's like Tony Khan got a toy chest, and this is like his dream matches in Japanese style as his favorite. That's what this is. <laughs> and again, nothing, nothing wrong. If you're a pro wrestling fan, is nothing because you're enjoying yourself. This is catering to that market. I'm actually happy that people are enjoying these matches. And from what I've read, they've been a lot of damn good matches. Yeah, just it's not my cup of tea. So it's the first time. Maybe if it comes back again, they'll they'll change the rules just a little. But I like I know it's a lot. Of, I mean, if you keep track, if you win more than once, it's three, and keep adding by threes. I know that might be hard for certain fans to count by threes, but I mean, 
It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you're asking pro wrestling fans, like, I'm very low IQ to, to do this. <laughs> if you win three matches, that's so, three plus three plus three. That is nine, guys. Just, yes. Just hang in there. It's, it it's almost over. Difficult for people. Two more, I believe it's two more weeks. That's it. Two more, two more weeks of math. Oh, two, more weeks? two more weeks of math and wrestling. That's it. What happens at the end of two weeks? Do like, they go to like, the, 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 the winners of each bracket or something? Yeah, the, 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 whoever has the most points in the gold is going to face the most points in the blue, and they fight at World's End. Okay, see, that part, I, 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 from what I understood, that's what it came... Okay, so I was right. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's why they're... It's versus, like, like in sports, East versus West. So it's blue versus gold. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you feel about the whole devil story? The whole what? I'm sorry. The devil. Um, I I like the fact that they would wait, like I know you and, and Raymond had said, oh they're gonna do it at, at a pay per view, and they didn't, which I figured because they're dragging this out a little bit, and I think the reason why they're dragging out is because they want to get. I I think they want to get Adam Cole as healthy as possible. Okay. But I'm starting to feel more. You know, I I think Wardlow's one like one of the one of the um, henchmen. Right. From what it looked like from body type, I think possibly Guevara. Again, I'm going by body types. I'm not going like I don't have any type of proof or information. I'm just going by what I see. I think they're part of the henchmen. I think you're going to have like the people that at MJF has kind of fucked over in the past. Like they're all working together. And I think the devil is now. I originally thought it was Jack Perry. I'm actually thinking now it's Britt. Yeah. Like working for. Adam Cole, like this Adam Cole, um, being hurt now. Adam Cole's gonna be part of it anyway, but I think with him being hurt, it helps the cause for Britt to be the devil. Well, definitely yesterday on Dynamite, the devil was standing by the car, um, not to be sexist or whatever. That it looked like a man, a guy. So in the last minute, if you're going to switch the body, it's gonna look weird because there's no way that was Britt. It, it, it could have had like you know pads or something underneath or whatever. So no, that that. You know that was definitely the shape and body of a guy wrestler or whatever, but we we've seen some, some crazy trickery happen. So last last second, it could be a, a little shorter skinny devil that shows up, but mm-hmm. yeah, got left in the roots. <laughs> I, I I was listening to some podcast today and they brought up um, that they it, it might be Brian Danielson since he might be going towards the heel way now, but um. Hmm. Everyone has their own theories. You, know, you never know. I mean, as an authority figure, it's like there's rumors about the young bucks coming back as like heels, like heel authority figures too. I think that would be for AEW the best bet if you're going to have like heel authority figures. That's the way you go. Yeah, I think they have. I mean, to be, like that's a good story. I would think they they'll, they're trying. They're getting some kind of lesson learned by seeing CM Punk facing off with Seth Rollins, who no, everyone thought that would never happen. Maybe they could t- take some real life stuff and throw it out there, but I don't know. It's it they're definitely missing something. Hopefully they get it by sometime early next year. But um, let's talk about MJF. He was at the red carpet for the Iron Core, which he's he has a very small part. I heard that it's a very super small part. That if you're going to see the movie just for him, don't go. That's how small his part is. But um, it was very weird that he was rubbing elbows in the red carpet with um, the likes of John Cena, Baron Corbin, and Liv Morgan. 
The only person from AEW that was there was um, CJ Perry, also known as Lana. Nobody else from AEW was there. Um, I don't know if that meant, like, no one cared to support him. AEW has nothing to do with it. But it was weird that there was more WWE people than AEW. And, of course, he took a nice photo um, shot with um, John Cena. And people went crazy with rumors that John Cena was talking to him and persuading him to come to WWE and everything. So just a little weird stuff that, like I said, it was just weird that a lot of WWE guys were there and nobody from AEW. Not even his best friend, Adam Cole. I still think there's a good chance that MJF goes to WWE, but you never. But again, you never. I think I think Ricky Starks would go to the WWE. He he. Yes. At this point, he looks so. God, he just like he did not, not give a shit. Like he's just like he's just there. Yeah, he's a close friend of Cody's. He, he's always at on Cody's gym. Um. Yeah, and he he trains with Cody every chance he gets. And 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 Jay Cargill. So eventually, whenever his contract is up, I'm sure he has definitely. I don't know if he's gonna get the spot that he wants, but he'll definitely get a contract. So that's cool. listen, he can talk. He he he'll be mid card for sure. He'll get he'll get a spot. Right. But a sidebar. Um, regard. I heard you say Jade Cargill. Um, just that she lost her mom the other day to cancer. Ah. Not if you saw that uh, on social media. I think I did. I. It probably passed for my. I I tried to stay away from. Yeah, but yeah, sad news. Cancer sucks. Sorry to you know to her and her family. Um, yes. Hopefully, you know, bounce back and it, and it obviously makes sense why probably a reason why she hasn't been around or anything. Probably dealing with that. Um. Yeah, cancer sucks. So, you know. Yes, it does. Yeah, a little somber note there. Um, okay, back it back to business. Back <laughs> to business. What do you feel about this whole thing about Brian Danielson that he's um finding people? For if they are have oh, I think it's great. <laughs> Listen, this it should be on television. To me, again, this is a story. This is something that I, as a again more of an entertainment person, a pro and a strictly rest pro wrestling person, this should be an on screen character finding people being ridiculous for like you know they're live tweeting during the show and Daniel Bryan comes in and they're like oh that's fifty thousand dollar fine like just rant, make them people just like hate them like this is this is great stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because I saw what's uh, so. Yeah, I was gonna say you just made the list. That's copyright infringement. Yeah. So I says she's <laughs> she's trying to stay off so she doesn't get fines. So. It, Listen, it's about time. Freaking, even in general, like real life wise, it's about time that people are climbing out. There's a lot of these guys. There's stuff they tweet and shit like, and you have oh, you know, don't buy. Like all this other crap, like a oh, shut up. Just, just freaking. No one cares about your opinions ninety percent of the time. Just like no one cares about. As sad as it is for fans when when we tweet stuff, they don't give a shit what we say either. For the most part, exactly. Like they, they'll act like you know, like oh, you know, we love our fans. Not for you guys. The reality is, most don't care. Yeah, like the, let's be real. Like, like newsflash: if um, if John Cena makes a post about something, and 50,000 people decide to comment on it. John Cena's not reading them. Nope. So, I mean, I, I hope you're like, oh, he's going to read my, my my comment. He's going to like it. No, he's not. He has no intention to read those comments. He he has it on silent, and that's it. So, just let's leave it at that. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is biased, because we're living through this year. 
I think so far from we, we can't talk about the future, but from 2023, I think it 2023 is the best year of wrestling ever from from since I've been alive. What do you think about that? You think so? Yeah, I, I'm talking about better than Attitude Era, um, the Golden Age. Um, since I've been watching wrestling since the early '80s, I think this this year just alone with everything that's have happened from the Royal Rumble to now, I think this year has been so impact and has set different stories that we're going to be talking forever. We're gonna be, if we have grandchildren, we're gonna tell our grandchildren about it. And everything. So I, I mean, yeah, that's oh. how I feel. You know, I can understand why you say. I mean, the, the punk stuff in itself is well, the punk, know, the punk, major. The, the bloodline, and everything. We had, we had, we had a civil war th- this year. I we mean, had, also the negative too. I mean, look at Bray Wyatt's passing. I mean, yeah, and that, that's that's a big part of, of the year too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot went on. I mean, for me personally, it's not the same because. For me, 2001 is always going to be that for me yeah. because of uh, WCW being bought and the whole yeah. alliance turns out to be so, like that's when I was a kid when I was like that turned the corner for me being even more interested because again, I got to see all these guys and shit. Um, but I agree. I, I could see your argument for this year being the most. Yeah, I mean, so much. The return of Orton, Punk, the death of Bray Wyatt, um, the Civil War, um, Sami Zayn getting his big spot. Um, we had a superstar, or not even, he was a curtain jerker, basically, doing the Royal Rumble, a stepping stone for Bray Wyatt, and now he's known as one of the biggest rising stars, LA Knight. So, like, so much has happened this year that I'm like, this is the the year that if I had to turn anybody into a wrestling fan, I'm showing them the best of 2023. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to do it for this episode, but I think we're pretty done with this episode. Uh, I guess... I'll send a message to Raymond. So next episode, it's a little foreshadowing. We could talk about our best moments of this year and who you think is going to be the final four of the Roy Rumble and your predictions of where, where would that go. Okay. I like, I like that idea for the for, for next, yeah. uh, next show. So hopefully we get Raymond on and we'll just talk about best moments of 2023 for ourselves. Right. And then right now. what happened? He's on his final frontier right now. <laughs> All right. I'm um, sure you, you understood yeah. the reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any any shout-outs? Um, let me see a couple of shout-outs, actually. This week. I missed last week, so i got to catch up. For, I, I usually don't say it anyway, but i still got to catch up. Um, first off, Wrestling Universe has a lot of big signings uh, coming up. January, they're going to have Mason Mansois. Uh, February, they're doing a big ECW day. This store is located on, in uh, Francis Lewis Boulevard in Queens. It's on the side street of Francis Lewis, and I think it's like 34th and 35th. You can look it up, Wrestling Universe, um, flushing, and it'll pop up on Google. Uh, they're having a lot of big signings coming up. And it's actually happened this weekend. They're having Cameron from the Funkadactyls right. this weekend. And I, can have, I have somebody else. I can't remember. I remember Cameron off the top of my oh, head. Swerve. Swerve is coming. Um, other- I'm sorry? Yeah, Swerve. Oh, yeah, Swerve. That's right. Yes, they haven't Swerve. Yes. Um, other shout-out, my fantasy football team. I better win this week. I'm in the playoffs. I actually made it. I want to thank uh, 
Taylor Swift for not jinxing Travis Kelsey last week. She'll probably fuck, fuck me this week. Not in a good way, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Corbin uh, was there, too. Well, I think that's why that's what nullified her jinx. I think because Corbin Corbin's always been good to us, <laughs> like signing wise, and I think that's why I think it just kind of balanced out there. Uh, any other shout outs I can think of? I think that's it. Okay, uh, I'll stick with my favorite of uh, Blue Cheritos, uh, located in Long Island, different locations. It's a wrestling themed Mexican restaurant, and I want to give a shout out to our private Facebook page. Um, I changed the name a little, and I'm gonna do my best to keep. Keep it updated. It's um, Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. It's a wrestling fan club for the smart and clean. So just um, search it up. Send us an invite. We'll accept your request. And we'll keep it up with news and with everything that's going on with wrestling and with the podcast. But with everything else, thank everyone for their support. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good night, and take care. And a pleasant tomorrow.